Welcome back to the Unfiltered Truth Podcast. My name is Sarah and I am your host. And in today's episode, I am coming to you with a solo episode all around kind of like a life update slash kind of diving into topics like overwhelm, efficiency, productivity, because this has been a huge, huge component of my life recently. So I thought let's do a little podcast episode all about this topic and give you a life update in the process. So this has been the most like hectic, chaotic, stressful two weeks of my life in a very long time. And I feel like I have learned so much from this period of my life around efficiency, around productivity, around how to actually navigate overwhelm and what overwhelm can actually look and feel like. And this is a topic where I feel, you know, the excuse or the story or the whole I'm overwhelmed. I feel like people are very, very quick to dish this out, but then no one's really offering up a solution. And it's like a very big conversation in the personal development industry of stop saying you're overwhelmed, just get through it. And to a degree, I totally agree. Um, And I say very similar things myself, but I think the bigger component and the bigger story to this, okay, if I'm overwhelmed, what do I do with that information besides tell myself, stop being overwhelmed? That's going to be unproductive, right? Particularly if we are someone that has a nervous system, we have, we're already in a state of fight or flight. We're already in a state of dysregulation. Potentially you might be an anxious person. Potentially you have had a little bit of a challenging and chaotic upbringing, which means that your threshold to really hold overwhelm, to hold these emotions is significantly lower in comparison to someone that hasn't had that chaotic upbringing. So I wanted to inject a new conversation and a new perspective to being overwhelmed and give you some really tangible tips how to actually overcome overwhelm or how to allow overwhelm to coexist as you continue to move in life, in business, in your corporate job, whatever it is. So that is essentially in a nutshell, what we're going to be covering in today's episode. And I am so excited to bring and deliver this conversation to you. I am such a huge advocate for not making time a problem, right? And I was at an in-person event quite recently. And one of the questions that I was asked was, how do you fit in studying two degrees, building your business, your relationships, catching up on personal development training. How do you actually do it all? How do you still move your body? How do you still look after yourself and tick all of these boxes without having a team, without having very much support in business? And I actually laughed and my response was, I never make time a problem and I have no other option but to tick all of these things off. So I just make it work. And it actually gets to be as simple as that. And I'm going to tell you how I've made that process so simple because I wasn't always someone that was productive or efficient and I always used to make time a problem and I never had time to even go for a walk. And this really is a contributing factor to honestly how successful I am is I've never made anything a problem. I remember like in the beginning of my business when I had Solon Luna, if you know, I used to be an oracle card reader and a Reiki healer. When I first started my business... I posted like two to three times a day. That's just on my feed plus stories. Like if I was to go back into the archives, there was such an abundance of content, like purely just content. And that is when I still worked at my part-time job. 
that is when I was at university, like everything was still on. That was during, you know, the COVID lockdown. And I still could work because I worked at Woolworths at the time, but I have just never once made consistency, time, a problem. And that's actually what baffles me the most. And this could be potentially a very like savage perspective, but my best friend and I were talking about this just the other day about how we actually cannot understand and fathom why people lack inconsistency when they're chasing a dream or chasing a vision or chasing something they actually want to do. Like I actually cannot wrap my head around the fact that people still make time or still make anything a problem when it comes to the pursuit of doing what they love. It's like, if you want, if you loved it so much, you would make it work. And I feel like for me, that's honestly how I've managed everything in my life, the degrees, the relationships, the trainings, like my business, every aspect of my life. I remember deciding that not one area would ever be compromised. And I've always contributed to making sure that it never is compromised. I've always done everything in my power to ensure that I wouldn't compromise any part of myself in the pursuit to success, because I actually genuinely believe like hand on heart that we get to have it all and we get to do it all. But I think people decide that that pursuit is really difficult. I think people decide that it's not possible and they're actually further cock blocking them from their own success and setting a glass ceiling up that is so, so low when I actually believe people have so much more potential and so much more left in the tank and such a bigger threshold than they ever even understood and could even know. And that's the part that baffles me the most. So, you know, the answer to how am I so efficient is one, efficiency and productivity is a skill and I have worked on it for the last two and a half years very, very well. I am very, very productive and I work a lot. And I'm very transparent about that. I work a lot and I think that's actually perfectly fine. I work Saturday, Sundays. I don't care. I want to. It's a choice. I don't feel like I have to. But this is the part where I have done that from the beginning. Got up earlier, stayed up later to get things done, did the content, did the this, like studied, go to the library, do big hours. Like if I'm at the library, I'd go and I had to vox a client. I would go outside and sit in a bush when no one could hear me and I would listen to voice noise and I would reply and I would take up time. If I was in the library, I would have Boxer on my laptop and reply whenever I could. So I, and my clients have, oh, I always communicate with my clients when it's exam period. And I always, always, always communicate if my hours change, but I'm in there the exact same amount of time. Like my work will never be compromised and my client care and client experience will never be compromised. Okay. That is very important for me to reiterate because here's the thing. I'm building a business that essentially is my pride and joy. <laughs> it is my passion. And that comes back to that conversation with my best friend about I actually cannot fathom consistency. And I'm actually at a point in my business and in my life where I can no longer have this conversation. And this is a huge, huge, huge development in my close proximity, in my private spaces, where I've actually said in the criteria very, very explicitly, if you struggle with posting consistently, this is not the space for you. I'm not your coach for you. Because at the end of the day, I think what coaches really need to realize and business owners and, and the reason how I realize this is because my own mentor said this, that your clients represent you and you are a brand at the end of the day. Like Sarah Ruby is a brand. And for me, I was like, I need to set such a high standard in terms of my efficiency, in terms of my productivity, in terms of what I get done 
that my clients have no other option but to match that because I'm mirroring that, I'm role modeling that. And if they don't match that, then potentially I'm just not the private mentor for them because I actually cannot have that conversation. And that's something that's also translating into my personal life where I just can't have the conversation with my friends anymore, you know, around consistency, whether it's at the gym, whether it's at in their business, it's like, I actually fully cannot even entertain this conversation. I cannot entertain it because as I've developed my efficiency and my productivity, I actually have become like, (laughs) I just can detect bullshit from a mile away. And it's like, you're not kidding me, babe. Like you're not fooling me, babe, you know, with the excuse with this and that it's like, I'm actually not fooled and you're not fooling yourself either. So do yourself the respect of being really, really honest. I'm inconsistent I'm o- because I keep saying I'm overwhelmed, but then I'm not doing anything about the overwhelm. I'm inconsistent because I'm so busy. Oh, but then I'm actually not working on being the skill of being more productive. And I find this just so, so interesting. I've just never fallen victim to this. And, you know, to kind of give you, you know, the insight into what's been happening the last couple of weeks. It's like I had two major papers due for uni, two exams. We moved out of the apartment very last minute, but it was like also a long time coming. And the details of that is difficult. I can't even go into it, but it's a dispute. Like, you know, our lease wasn't ended. We had to break the lease and it was just a whole, it's, it's a whole thing at the moment, right? It's a whole confrontation, which is going to be great for my future programs and the lessons I can extract. But it's been hectic, you know, getting rid of stuff, moving, big days, big study days, working, delivering trainings, writing programs. Like I'm writing two brand new programs for next year, plus another one, plus I'm redoing expansive energetics. Like that's four programs that I'm actually focusing on. And I'm delivering two programs in 2023 that I pretty much finalized. So it's fine, but you get my point, right? And this is the part where it's like, even when all this was on my plate, The way that I explain this is I'm overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. That's the honest truth. It's stressful. I'm tired. Yes, these are all true. So what? You won't see me going, I'm so overwhelmed. I need a break. I know when to take a break. I know when to lean out, but you would have noticed my content has been consistent. My selling has been consistent. I still have my money. I still show up my clients. I did my trainings. A few things had to be tweaked. A few call dates had to change. A few call times had to change. But at the end of the day, I still delivered because that is the most respectful thing I can do to myself is deliver on what I promised. Not just to my clients, but to myself. And I think the biggest testament to this is I went to an in-person event yesterday up in Sydney. And it was like a photo shoot. It was so much fun. It was Creators Unleashed. If you saw my stories, you know. And you're probably going to see me spam it even more because I have so much contact from it. But that was at the back end of a very, very hectic two weeks of no, not one day off, of just like pure exhaustion. And I said to Sal, who hosted the event, who's one of my closest friends, I said, you know, it never once crossed my mind to not show up today. Never once. Not once did I even go, oh, maybe I shouldn't. Never. Because why would I? Because my clients pay me a lot of money to show up. But at the end of the day, I have so much fucking respect for myself that I will never once play that card. Play into, oh, I just can't. Because I actually don't believe that to be true. And it's like, even with my own in-person event command, you know, I actually, if someone didn't show up, I, I I probably wouldn't believe them, to be honest. 
I actually wouldn't because I, I fundamentally believe that we can make anything work when it's in the pursuit of having our eye on the prize and having something to strive for. So, you know, if you're someone that plays the overwhelm card, if you play any of these cards and they, you really use them as like your kryptonite, this, what I really want you to consider is how are you actually benefiting from that? How are you benefiting from tapping into the label of being overwhelmed, being busy? Because there actually is a fact that you can be overwhelmed. You can be busy. I'm not going to take that away from you. I know a lot of busy, busy people. But what do you gain from using that as your kryptonite, using that as your excuse, using that as like your go-to as to why you didn't do something? Oh, I haven't done my podcast episode because I'm so busy. Okay, no, let's actually, what's the truth here? No, you just didn't prioritize your time. Oh, I didn't go to this event because I'm busy. It's like, well, no, you're probably unorganized, babe. And this is the part where we actually get to practice a deeper level of self-honesty and respect with ourselves when we begin to understand that overwhelm can actually just coexist with any action. That it can actually just coexist. And I think people don't understand the the intricacies of that relationship of, of, of allowing something to coexist. And that is really how I've gotten through the last couple of weeks is by allowing my overwhelm, my busyness to coexist with my passion and with my drive. I am going to briefly interrupt today's episode and speak to you very quickly around my in-person event command, which is going to be on the 11th of February in 2024 in Wollongong, New South Wales. And why I am jumping on to speak about this event is because this event honestly is my baby, but bigger than that, imagine being in a vortex for four hours surrounded by ambitious, high achieving women that desire to become more convicted, more commanding, and learn how to actually demand attention when they walk into a room, when they're in their business, in their corporate life. And what this event really means is bridging the gap between coaching and corporate and providing a room for just ambitious women where we get to actually normalize having intelligent and thought-provoking conversations. And I ran my first one not too long ago and the refinements, it's honestly insane what February is going to be delivering. And it's so vastly different to the first round. I have seen what women need. I observed, I took notes, I analyzed, and I am providing you a space where you actually will learn the art of persuasion and influence in person. There is nothing like looking someone in the eye and telling them your biggest fears and your biggest dreams. So if you want to be a part of a space and a collective and a room where we normalize the big goals, we normalize being influential, we normalize the money, the business, the life, the happiness, the fulfillment, I highly recommend joining us in command. It is going to be for four hours. There is food and a gift bag included. There are limited tickets left. I think around five at the time I'm recording this episode. If you want to purchase a ticket or you would like to know more, head to my Instagram profile, click on the highlights events, or come straight into my DMs and ask me as many questions as you like. But I just wanted to jump in and speak to command because truthfully, If you want to become the most convicted version of yourself, you need to be in this room. I actually hand on heart can say I believe that everyone should be in this room and space and for it to be a regular occurrence. But enough from me. I hope you're enjoying today's episode. Happy listening. And I honestly think the biggest reason why people don't allow these two things to coexist 
is because of the whole narrative and rhetoric around the word overwhelm. And I think we've inherently made this word wrong and bad and a reason to really honestly use it as a cop-out, use it as a scapegoat. I'm overwhelmed as a feeling. My, my nervous system is dysregulated. It's all the things. And I also think we, we always say our nervous system is dysregulated without having any knowledge about the nervous system or what dysregulation actually is. So I find that very interesting. And it's honestly just probably a lack of education, a lack of awareness around allowing emotions to exist. And at the end of the day, knowing that you have a job to do, this is a business. And it's like, imagine going into... <laughs> Qantas, I'm just going to use Qantas as an example, it's the first thing that came in my head, that's really random. Imagine being the CEO of Qantas and being like, sorry, I can't come into work today. I'm just so overwhelmed. I'm so busy. And uh, imagine running the social media and the marketing component for Qantas and being like, sorry, we didn't have any posts today. Like, uh, I just got really overwhelmed. I just don't really know what to post. And I just, uh, I don't really know. Like, can you actually imagine? So it's so funny when we look at it in, in that context, looking at it in a different environment, that would never be tolerated because people would work and be overwhelmed. True, right? We're not immune to the human experience, but it would never be used as a default. Why? Well, one, work settings are very, very differently. But two, I actually believe that in a lot of scenarios, people are held to a higher standard because there is someone above them holding them to that standard. And in terms of the hierarchy and the um, the manager role, the CEO role, when we take that and translate that into the online coaching business, there is no one managing you unless you have a business manager to tell you, okay, Get on, get on with it because no mentor is going to hold your hand and go, come on, post today. Come on, where are you? Because they have better shit to do than remind you to post content. Let's be fucking real. Let's actually be honest. Let's actually be really, really honest with ourselves. And they'll be doing you a massive disservice by holding your hand and being like, oh, and coddling you when you're overwhelmed. And there's also, we get to practice discernment here, right? Like there are obviously times in our life where potentially things are super, super, super heavy. And, and it's like taking a huge mental toll where you get to practice discernment here. But if I was to be actually really, really truthful with you right now, I have not encountered that. I have gone through my business with a lot of death in my family. I have continued to run it in hospital. I have continued to run my business. I've had surgeries. I've continued to run my business. I have had stressful weeks. I've continued to run my business. I've had health scares. I've continued to run my business. Can we see a pattern? I have continued and I have decided time and time and time and time and time again that this will never be a problem for me. That I will not deny myself of the human experience. I will allow myself to be overwhelmed. I will allow myself to feel the things, but never will I allow that to be an excuse or a reason as to something why something is not ticked off my list. Because for me, the most deep and respectful thing I can do is continue to show up. I actually cannot grapple how people allow fear to stop them. I, I actually can't even, I can't grapple it. And that's a point of privilege for me because I had a very good upbringing. So, you know, I don't, I can't wrap my head around this fear component. When people say, I'm too scared to do something. I I, I think, aren't you miserable right now though? <laughs> Not doing it? Aren't you miserable right now playing into the whatever story you have? Aren't you embarrassed? 
Because to me, I'm embarrassed, right? If I if I did pull the overwhelm card, like that's embarrassing for me because I actually hold myself to such a higher standard than that. And my circle holds me to a higher standard. That I, if I told my best friend I'm overwhelmed, she would say, okay, cool, let's go for an ice bath. She wouldn't be like, oh my God, you poor thing. I hope you're okay. So even just like scanning your environment, are you being coddled by people? You know, I, I had a recent conversation with my dad where I asked him for some help. And I started crying. (laughs) And in that conversation, you know what he said to me? He said, stop crying, be an adult, and let's have a conversation. Because I can't help you if you're crying. And I honestly speak to myself the same way. It's like, bitch, (laughs) this might be a lot, but let's pull up your pants. You're an adult. You're a big girl. You can actually get this done. And I, I genuinely believe that I can And how that belief has really been built is by choosing this time and time again, when I could have played into overwhelm, when I could have played into whatever the story was, just choosing the alternative, choosing the contrary, choosing the opposite. Every time being like, oh, I'm actually not going to say I'm too busy right now. I'm actually going to see where I can find pockets of time. Oh, okay. I'm unproductive. Okay. How can I work on my productivity skill? Let's do an audit. Let's see where I'm wasting time. Oh, my screen time's up. Okay. Let's, let's minimize that. Oh, I'm scrolling too much. It doesn't feel good for me anymore. Okay, let's 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 change that. We're not victim to habit, nor are we victim to belief, nor are we victim to circumstance. Most of the time we're victim to mind. Most of the time we're victim to our own patterns of behavior that we've chosen because we'd like to be coddled, because we want to feel good. We want to feel soothed in our pain and not witnessed in our glory. I'm the opposite. I'm like, watch how far I'll go. Watch how successful I am. I'm going to fly. And you can join me there or not. And that's perfect. So how I've worked on my productivity and efficiency the last couple of weeks is by time blocking. And this is a really, really cool skill to develop. And it's like a cool thing to do where you actually dedicate and designate particular time to different aspects of your life, whether it's study whether it's reading, whether it's learning, whether it's content creation, do not miss content creation. Do not miss taking photos. Like seriously, do not miss that part of your business and just really sticking to it and, and developing a routine that really serves me going to bed early, waking up early. I am so productive when I'm working, writing the emails, doing this, doing that. I, I, I don't even allow myself time to second guess. While, while, someone, while someone else is second guessing themselves and stalking other coaches, like I'm moving, I'm gone. I'm planning 2024. I'm planning my packages for the boardroom mastermind. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm actually so, so in a different realm that I actually don't even think about time anymore. The other day I was working, it was like 6.37. I was like, oh, that's a bit late because I was just so in the zone of the vortex. I actually don't deny myself of that. I don't make myself wrong for that. And I think there was a period of time in my business where I was heavily unproductive and, and how I actually became productive was by learning the skill, by doing the regular audits, by forcing myself to sit down, by putting my phone away. Because at the end of the day, when we strip back all of the layers, every single layer, I do this because it's my passion. And I won't allow anything to get in the way of that. So I'll be overwhelmed. I'll go for a sauna. I'll go for a walk. I'll look after myself. I'll stay hydrated. I'll talk to my best friend. 
and I will do the things that's required of me. And what's been so important for me to integrate recently is setting up my environment for success and setting up my environment where that is normalized. We hold ourselves to that standard where we don't play into business. We don't play into any of that thing. We don't pull the overwhelm card for our friends to soothe us and validate us. It's like, I'm busy. It's like, yeah, cool. What are you going to do about it? Yeah, cool. Eye on the price long-term vision, long-term gratification. And I feel like that has really been my fuel and my fire the last couple of weeks. So if you're listening to this right now and you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling stressed, you're feeling busy, you're feeling like I actually do not have time to find anywhere to focus on my business, to focus on um, my corporate life, to focus on my relationships, whatever it is, and you're listening to this, what I want you to do, ask yourself a very simple question. Where am I currently wasting time? Where am I currently wasting time? And how do I benefit from wasting that time? Check your screen time. What is a decision that you've been contemplating for so long, going back and forth on, and how can you just decide? Because decision fatigue is a real thing. (laughs) How can you just make a decision? Instead of looking at where things could go wrong, how could you look at them where things could go right? And how could you empower yourself with that lens? I like, I actually believe that we have so much more potential and power than we give ourselves credit for. I think we're so quick to go on the default of like, I can't, that I almost just want you to switch it and play into the, the contrary of what happens if you could, what happens if you could do it all? What would that look like for you? What would you be doing right now? What would change? Write it down, share it with me in my DMs. I want to hear it. I'm going to hold you accountable <laughs> if you're listening to this. But I really hope that today's episode has shed some light on allowing feelings and emotions to just coexist and not making yourself wrong for it. Cry if you need to, have a sauna, go for an ice bath, hydrate, eat well, do all the things that you know your human needs. Educate yourself, meditate, whatever it is, but never, ever, ever let that stop you from achieving your goals. Because if you want to get somewhere, if you have an eye on something, if you have a vision, that should always be paramount and take precedent over any excuse. And this is where we get to find the beautiful duality of life and of mindset. So I'm going to wrap it up here. I hope you loved today's episode. Share it on your stories. Come into my DMs. Share it in the podcast community group. If you're not in it already, it will be in the show notes. Or you can join via the link in my bio. I have recently joined TikTok, so come and join the party on TikTok. I'm running a TikTok experiment. I will let you know how it goes. Um, Otherwise, welcome to Podmas with Sarah Kors. Thank you to my beautiful friend Claire for saying that because that was actually hilarious. Where every Monday you will receive an episode from me up until Christmas. And then the last episode on Christmas will actually be the season three trailer. So we're going to be wrapping up season two this year and I'm going to be kicking it off fresh next year with season three. I'm so excited to bring this to you. So I hope you all have the most incredible day, night, whenever you're listening to this. Remember one of my favorite, favorite quotes written by me, how dare you rob yourself of the opportunity to change your life. Go out there and claim what is yours. I'll speak to you all in my next episode. Bye.